Okay, wait. Let's just, let's introduce ourselves How, Okay, quick. okay. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Hello. Hello. Stanley. <laughs> Who's here? Who's here? Is it Big Daddy? No, Big Daddy's somewhere else. You oh, want? Is that what you call? <laughs> yeah. That what you call Kenny? <laughs> yeah. He's not his Big Daddy. Oh, that was precious. You love Big Daddy. You love him. <sighs> Anyhow, but okay, um. Let's do oh yeah. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello. Welcome to the worst day of my life. My name is Cherish. Hi, Megan. And we are here. Live. And well, in person. <laughs> <laughs> Not live. Yeah. If we did this shit live, people would think we were fucking morons. Yeah. I edit so much out. <laughs> yeah. But we're in the, we're live in the flesh. We are sitting on my list. <laughs> Stanley. We're together. Cherish, Megan, Stanley. In person. In person, in the fleece. Mm -hmm. We've had multiple long weeks apart. We're here together at, at my house this time. Yeah. Yeah. It's so special. Yeah. It's a special day. Megan used to live here. Uh, and then she had to be all cool and move to the beach. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I, that sounds like the beach here is cool. It's not. <laughs> yeah. I know. I miss I miss living here so much. I think about it all the time. I think about just how easy it was to like walk down the road and go on like a really cool like a nature walk yeah. easily without yeah. Stanley <laughs> running the risk of he's sitting on my hand and yep. everything else. Yeah, he's he's really sitting on you. I don't know if you can tell but he's got some penal area <laughs> up <laughs> problems. Like well, I wasn't I was. Himself. I know that I was kind of looking in that direction, but I wasn't directly looking at his penis. Yeah. Um, but what sort of <laughs> penal problem is he having? Well, he gets, I think it's, it's an allergy outbreak. So he has mm. like hives all around that area that he incessantly licks. Yep. I um, see a little redness. Yeah. I don't know if someone's like been slipping him something that is on his list of allergy things not to eat. I brought some like treats home from work that someone guest left at the, you know, where I work and brought him home but was kind of like taking a chance not knowing if the so you're the one that slipped him probably basically is what you're saying it's possible it could also be the beach like when he goes down the algae that's like around there i think is also like irritating you got an allergy to algae hey don't like the pain if you if you put your hand near his pain he might growl at you but well, he shouldn't bite your face i wasn't trying to put my hand near his pain but um, you know, I might. <laughs> no licking of the peen. Don't lick your peens, Dan. I thought dogs that were mixes were supposed to be healthier. Uh, no, well, I think because he's like, I mean, for some things, I think yes, but I think some things are just like dominant in a certain breed, like Dobermans, I think, have or like tend to have out like skin problems. So I think, and he's mostly Doberman, so. He just, Mostly skin problems. Yeah. Do you remember his when like he had those like huge sores on top of his nose that were like oh my bleeding? god yeah. yeah his face that was Ugh. from like eating soy because I had bought him like a supplement that I thought was gonna like help him help his skin and it had soy in it holy shit and it's like on his it's, he's allergic to soy kelp 
pork and white potato. Kelp? Yeah, which is actually like in a lot of dog food. What? Yeah. Oh, Stan, you nerd. Yep, and then a bunch of just environmental like grasses, trees. But a lot of them are like allergic to metal. So they're like not supposed to eat out of like or drink out of a metal bowl. Oh my God. Really? Mm -hmm. Like stainless steel? Mm-hmm. <gasps> yeah. I think I had a I had a dog that was allergic to stainless steel. Yeah, yeah. You know, and like it, that's it caused their face. The, yeah, yeah, break out like on her chin. Mm -hmm. And then yeah, same thing. Like he's allergic to sisal, which I guess is like a fiber in carpeting and rugs. So of course, if he lays down on something like that, it irritates him too. So it's hard to know what exactly is causing what. Jesus Christ. But yeah, big, big baby boy with big problems. He's not got big problems on his pain. Oh, you got pain problems, bud. Yeah. I feel for you. Yeah, it looks miserable. But, um. Well, it's exciting. We just got Murdoch's balls cut off. He's great, Dane. Did He's... Patrick keep them? No. <laughs> Dang it. I told him to I keep told them him and to give them, them to you. Yeah, I, I would have I would have tortured Kenny with them. I know. I I offered that as um, a possibility, and he said he wasn't a weirdo and didn't want to keep Murdoch's balls. So, well, how old is Murdoch now? Because I was like worried just about him going under the knife. Like seven. Yeah, that's so crazy for like a like that's like senior senior status for Great Dane. Great Dane's only lived to like eight nine. Yeah, if that. A lot of them though, like they they are another one that has like weird have like random problems like random like genetic issues but he's like he's like been the healthiest great dane i've ever really i've ever met did i ever tell you about the time that we tried to get murdoch groomed no but i think patrick's told me like series of diff just different stories of how he's tried to bathe himself and it's just impossible but i don't know that um i remember the story of going and getting groomed so this dog is like he's he's really muscular and he's 175 pounds or so. Yeah. He's huge. Mm -hmm. He's a full-grown dude. Yeah. Like, he's he's a big man. He's bigger than me. So, he, um, when he doesn't want to take a bath, you're fucked. Like, you can't force him to take a bath. Mm-hmm. There's nothing that you can do. And he doesn't like it. So... When we lived in the campground, we had no, I mean, logical way to bathe him other than a um, outdoor hose, which is just shitty, you know? Yeah, yeah. So we took him to um, a groomer, and we we dropped him off, and we drove away, and it was like 10 minutes later, yeah. and they <laughs> called us, and they were like, hey, we need you to come get your dog. Oh, no. And we're like, oh, are you done already? And they were like, no, we didn't get to clean him. He's got, they were like, the only place that we have to hook him to mm -hmm. is like this round bolt, like kind of in the wall. And he pulled it out wow. by his face. Oh, my gosh. And we can't like control him anymore. Oh, gosh. And he smells so bad. It's just like a natural, it's like his skin just like <laughs> yeah. leaks this just stink. Yeah. And you have to wash it off of him. And if he doesn't want a bath, like, yeah, sorry, you're not giving him a bath. Yeah. He's too strong. So nuts. God, he's so gross. 
I think it's just him. I've actually met other Great Danes that are great and they are well behaved and they um, take baths regularly <laughs> and yeah. they're wonderful, wonderful, yeah. gigantic dogs. But I don't think we get like end up with the dogs that are always the. Shh. Well, I get trouble. I get. Don't tell Stanley. I know. I get a lot of guff for ending up with animals that have hardcore problems. She just has allergies. You can't help it. No, he's like some other. He's got some other problems. Because like on my list of things that Stanley has done, um, being a jerk. He just knocked my baby over in the stroller that one time. Yeah, it's cool. but she's just terrified of him. Yeah, no, there's he. Yeah, I just I don't even trust really necessarily leaving him with like a pet sitter or even. Especially like Kenny's mom, I was so panicked when we went to Tucson that like he was going to do one of his bad behaviors of like the time I think he tried to actually honestly kill me um, down, down at um, when I had gone to the waterfront at night, like taking him down to the waterfront in um, Olympia and he knocked me down and then grabbed me by my hoodie, had my hoodie on and then he started like pulling me and he was like strong enough to actually like pull me across the ground but he was choking me what? out like I was like trying to like <laughs> I was like gagging and trying to like get away from him and I was like oh my god my dog's gonna kill me in this park and no one's gonna know I'm dead because they're just gonna think I got strangled by like some you know some random oh perpetrator and it was actually Stanley um, but he, he's done stuff like that where he, um, Stan, don't kill your mother, you psycho. Yeah. We were at the dog park and there was this nice girl who was there that wasn't even, she didn't even have dogs. She was just there cause she loves dogs and hanging out at the dog park, throwing balls around for dogs. And Stanley ran up and grabbed her by her like hair extensions, <laughs> um, which were like braided <laughs> hair extensions. Mm -hmm. And he grabbed her by them and his teeth were all tangled up in them. And he was trying to pull her down yeah it was really scary <laughs> and like um she's like it's okay she's oh like laughing and i was like no like this is not okay it's not okay but like if somebody's doing something where they lift something like jared had um a burrito in his hand and was like lifting it he he was like lifting it up you know i think probably just to keep it out of and stanley comes uh -huh. running out of nowhere and like runs up <gasps> and like grabs the burrito <laughs> but he's like he he's like a holy terror if he's left to his own devices, like if he sees some random stranger at the beach, like trying to throw a ball for their dog, he just goes, or he saw these kids playing with the beach ball and he like ran for the beach ball and then deflated it and then <gasps> ran off of it. He ran up to some other like toddler, took food out of their hand and then like ran off and just left that kid. It was like all in the same day. He just like ran from like family to family just terrorizing everyone you suck Stanley. and then i kept being like oh it's okay he's a nice boy <laughs> he's friendly no he's no. not he's an idiot he's a jerk um but yeah he's always doing something naughty can't even get anybody to want to dog walk him for me because if they're like if stanley you know if he wasn't as rampunctious as he is you know i would take him for a walk mm -hmm. but it's like no he's Totally a jerk. How old is he? He's three, and that's the other embarrassing thing too, because people keep asking me, Oh, they think he's young. They think mm -hmm. maybe he's like eight a months puppy. old, acting like that. And I'm like, no, he just has a really bad dog mom. This <laughs> just like sucks <laughs> with his dog. So this is what Savannah 
Savannah always reminds me that I'm like, um, you know, like a bad dog, dog parent, Why? Dog, yeah. bad, bad dog trainer, because <laughs> he's he's grown to be such a jerk. Whatever. This thing really, I'm afraid that the wrong person's gonna. I'll give you an example, which we can't. Um, nobody can see this on the thing. Stanley, Stanley, come here. This is what gets him really upset. <gasps> He like he hates he hates she has her fingers in flicking it. Yeah, it looks like she's Stanley flicking with her middle finger. It looks like it looks like she's doing a shadow puppet of a <laughs> funny rabbit. Yeah, and Stanley's getting very upset. <laughs> but um, what? That's what I'm afraid. If someone does like the wrong person does that to him, I'm doing it to him right now. He's he's a he's having an imaginary. Oh. <laughs> He like, he, like, he, like, wound up yeah. to, to pounce on me. I know. It makes him crazy. I don't know. It's so funny. I don't know what caused it, but one day I did it, and he, like, lost his shit. <laughs> okay. Let me okay. see. Let me see this list. Okay. First of all, what is it written on? <laughs> like, weird <laughs> scrap paper from work. Because <laughs> um, it's really, it is really weird paper. Some of it's... Like, <gasps> but that, yes. like, I feel like I have to almost like refer to like my Facebook post when I wrote about that happening because I don't, it's like okay. kind of, um, hazy. These, these ones are about my mom doing like bad stuff. Um, this what, so I was trying to remember what it was. I remember the, one of the early times that you and I kind of bonded was at that Tacoma Rainier's baseball game oh, and you were like yeah. drawing that picture of oh, your mom yeah. like bending yes. over in her vagina and I don't yes. I was trying to figure out what that story was but I didn't know what it was yeah it was should I tell that story sure okay so uh it was when my mom was dating her Patrick he had just like bought her breast augmentation or whatever surgery Hey, cool it. Stifle yourself. Um, so he just, she just got this breast augmentation surgery and she was feeling, I guess, like really sexy. So they were going on like random road trips and taking a lot of just really like um, uh, seductive photos on was back whatever, you know, like Kodak disposable cameras or yeah. whatever which i feel kind of bad for the people that was like develop were developing those at the Ugh. walgreens or yeah that sucks. um but so so i somehow i don't know how i ended up with these pictures in my possession but they were different like her wearing different outfits <laughs> leather chaps with no underwear bent over like a harley davidson motorcycle Ow. with the full-blown crotch uh, exposure or her standing in like a, you remember when we went on a road trip and there was like pictures of us standing in the middle of the highway, yeah. like, you know, they were her doing that, but like, like Naked. topless, well, topless, oh. but, um, but there were a lot of them at like taken at the house that were like her bent over a wall or a fence, you know, <sighs> situation. It was just total wide open crotch. Why did you end up with that? I, I, I think that was when we were like living. <clears throat> See, he gets upset about his, the peen. Everyone I wasn't peen. anywhere near your peen. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's very sensitive. Your leg. Oh, he's also, 
that's where he got electrocuted by the fence down the street. Mm. So if you touch that area, um, okay. he'll give you a warning I'm growl, which so I guess sorry. is now on our podcast. I'm so <laughs> Stanley sorry, trying Stanley. to attack Chair Bear. Stan, what is he doing? Oh my gosh. Stan, Stan, that is too much. Too much. His full head buried deep. Yeah. Deep between my legs. Okay. Okay. Let's. I wish we could, like, get ditch Stan with those other guys. Um, <laughs> you want to go? You want to go hang out in the car? <laughs> it's fine. Um, and this is why he's I'm part not of, having any more children. He's part of this podcast. <laughs> totally cool. you're, you're getting on my nerves, kid. I'm going to put you in the car um, for a few hours. Get out of so here. So you ended up with just a bunch of pictures of your mom's. Well, yeah. Um, Vagina? So, yeah, because I don't, I think it was when we were living together and somehow like we had pictures that got mixed up, but uh. there was like a shoe box. There was a shoe box of pictures and we were living in the same apartment complex um, and w- we were moving out and my boyfriend of the time, Dan, was helping us move and loading up the truck with all these different things and one of the things he was loading up the truck with was that shoe box full of the pictures and somehow the lid came off he dropped it something (gasps) and they started blowing blowing around Uh so they're like spread out all over the street and he's like running to pick them up you know not knowing what they are and he like Uh looks and he's like he's like wait Uh oh oh Oh, and then I think he like made the he made the acknowledgement that not only because at first he was like, you know, it was kind of like maybe more of like an, oh, you know, it was like uh, naked titties, and then he like saw the face. I think after you know, like uh-huh. you see the boobs first, and right. then you see the face, of course, and then realized it was my mom, <sighs> and then was like, ah, <laughs> like the reaction was so <sighs> great because it was, you know, um, and then just trying to gather them as quickly as he possibly could. And each one of them was just as worse than the other. Oh. Because they weren't, you know, it wasn't even just like a, like a boudoir or whatever. Right. You know, like a, a sexy, like, you like know, like full laying on. on like a sofa. Shush. Um, you know, like a Titanic movie, uh, Kate Winslet on a sofa, you know, kind of thing. It was, it was like pretty much just like porn like gross mom porn, <laughs> porn oh, photos. That's so sad. And that's so yeah, sad. but I think that when we went to that game, I was I was doing a drawing of what <laughs> it was like she was wearing. So it was like chat leather chaps with fringe, <sighs> with nothing underneath, <sighs> and then you know like spread eagle, <sighs> either on a like bending over the motorcycle or she was sitting on the motorcycle, <sighs> their legs like yeah, <laughs> it was just so bad. Oh. Um, so yeah, I don't think he ever really looked at my mom quite the same after that. No way, Jose. Um, jalapeno dick, please. That's what I'm okay. choosing from Megan's list. Jalapeno okay. dick. Jalapeno dick. This one, this one has been kind of. Um, I'll say this on the recording, but this has been one that I've I've struggled with whether or not to talk about. David brought it up, but this is something that happened with Dave, so I didn't know your comfortability level of talking about a um, an experience that happened with Dave that involves 
I was married to Dave <laughs> so long ago that it literally, I don't remember it. Okay. And he's like a little brother okay. at this point. So Okay. I just want to make sure kind of that it wouldn't, because it's, it's one of those things, like I don't, it's like one of those things where, you know, I don't know. Like, okay. Getting, just, just yeah. in case someone doesn't know. Uh, <laughs> I was married. It always sounds so bad. I, it sounds so Jerry Springer, and it's not. I was married to Dave. We had a child together. We then got amicably divorced. And then him and Megan dated for a few years after that. And it was fine. It's not a big deal. Yeah. But Megan's ex-boyfriend is also my ex-husband <laughs> yeah. and it sounds actually particularly bad especially on my part you know it's like dating know, your friend's ex-husband is like but, in the list of you know like don't do's <laughs> but i feel like i also as we were getting divorced i was like i feel like you guys should date yeah i so, do you, yeah i do recall that but it was just still even though you said that right. it was kind of like no it, yeah, <laughs> it was fine. It's um, it's still fine. We're all still friends. Yeah, somehow. but that's the thing. Like we didn't have a problem with no. it, but it seemed like the rest of the world yeah. did, and that's what made it even more problematic. Like the the issue was outside, not within you or I. It was like what was expected for it. There's just so much. Um, yeah, you're expected to dislike the person that your ex is with. That's yeah. like, that's one thing that I've tried to explain to people because, you know, Dave and Patrick are very close with each other. Yeah. Um, and Dave is very much like a big part of our everyday life right now. And he's, he's my ex-husband. So that's weird to people, but a lot of it is stripping away the, like the labels to what who that person really is. So rather than like him just being my ex-husband, yeah. like he's Dave, get to know Dave, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Like he doesn't have to just be my ex-husband. That was so long ago. We don't have any like weird, like residual feelings or any yeah. like resentment or like, you know, know, like all that shit's gone. So don't make anything out of it. If it's not mm -hmm. like it's Dave, get to know Dave. But even back then, it was like, I just, I really just wanted Dave to be happy and, and you too, you know, of course. And it, it really didn't, didn't bother me in the least. But. Yeah, we definitely should have stayed friends, but I think we made like such great friends that it seemed like it would be like, you know, like a good match or that sort of thing or whatever. And so it's not weird or uncomfortable yeah. or, you know, like there's not anything underlying, lingering feelings there in that way and that's why i also think it was probably very freaky for kenny um to you know so wait you're living um with your best friend uh with her current husband and then her child that she shares with her ex-husband who's mm -hmm. your ex-boyfriend that lives on the same property <laughs> and you want me to come out and stay there <laughs> And hang out, um, which is kind of, I think, which mo most oh. of my family thinks everything that happens in up here is um, some kind of 1960s Woodstock, like, I mean, hippie commune situation. It where kind of just, sounds like it. Yeah, yeah, and even if it were, whatever, but it's just, that's the, that's the kind of, like, I think the stigma that I get from, like, my family. Like, oh, Megan, she just moved up to Washington to become, like, you know, 
some like crazy hippie polyamorous she, yeah she's like, a lesbian for a while now yeah. she's living with some like you know yeah she's yeah. just you know free but um yeah so anyway yeah that whole jalapeno thing jalapeno dick jalapeno dick so dave and i shared a mutual friend named gavin that we've told you about that didn't you say you never actually you, i think you did meet him i'm not sure? sure anyhow uh so Gavin was like really, really super into the Huskies, UW. Is that the Huskies? Mm-hmm. God, yeah. Okay. That's <laughs> how great of a friend I am. Right. Um, but he was really into that, and he had invited Dave and I to come up for a tailgate party. And it was a huge deal. Um, I didn't realize like how crazy it gets there, but um, we were going to be staying at a friend of Gavin who lived in Seattle, and this guy was not very friendly. <laughs> um, he made it clear the minute that Dave and I got there that we were not allowed to have any, like, hanky-panky in his mm-hmm. house and showed us, like, the guest room and whatnot. So I don't even know. Like, if the game was happening the following day, if we got there at the game, because I know that the – or if it's just an all-weekend affair – but I know that um, we had spent quite a bit of time, like, going around doing stuff and then got back. And for some reason, that, that was when we were going to be making the stuffed jalapeno poppers. And Dave and I had, like, offered to help him with that process. We didn't put gloves on or anything. We just were cutting um, the jalapenos, you know, with our hands, our bare hands. <laughs> and um, stuffing them with cheese or whatever, wrapping them up with bacon. And uh, that went on for a while. There was a lot of them because it was supposed to be, you know, feeding like t- shit tons of people, mm-hmm. which I don't know if you've been to a tailgate party. Nope. Oh, God. Talk about social anxiety Ugh. to the max. To the max. Um, yeah. So um, I, I just, yeah, I just remember having a panic attack because there's just like so many people and they're all doing something. They're all like, you know, beer pong they're all you know throwing a football or you know like talking really loud or laughing or just drinking like crazy mayhem and i've been to you know some some crazy parties that you've attended as well like um you know halloween crazy halloween parties or whatnot but this was like the beyond it was just like a huge massive amount of an entire almost like whatever i guess like a football field's worth of people um with tents everywhere and like it was just you had to navigate through and i'm sure so many people get alcohol poisoning and sick Mm -hmm. you can't get you need to go to the you know like the bathroom everything oh my gosh i freaking out but so yeah we were cutting the jalapenos and then we go like to the guest bedroom and then we're like doing things Mm -hmm. with hands Mm -hmm. in um genital areas yes (laughs) and all of a sudden it was like um dave was like screaming bloody murder and um all kinds of just bad like just just, horrible horrible because i think that it went into like the urethral like the jalapeno do you see the urethral opening it's like burning so um pretty sure again if he probably is going to listen to this um (laughs) you can correct me about anything that i may have missed or got wrong but um like went to the kitchen to the refrigerator to get milk because like milk is supposed to neutralize the burn Mm -hmm. and was like trying to pour (laughs) that directly like on like the peen and i'm yeah 
Um, but meanwhile, the whole thing was like so dramatic and crazy. And um, I think that the owner, you know, of the house that was letting us stay there was like wanting to know what's going on. <laughs> it was just like. Um, because it was like, it was, it was bad. Like jalapeno, I don't know if you cut anything with just a raw jalapenos to the hand, but for days, your fingers, like your flesh, everything is like burning. You touch your eye, anything. And like the jalapeno juice was like spread. It was like everywhere. That was, that was pretty bad. It was so, oh, so embarrassing. At a stranger's house too. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I feel like I should have probably consulted it, but like, Dave, could you remind me of exactly like how that went down? But that's my recollection of the story. And um, if I need to come back with a part two and like, uh, yeah, you know, fill in some gaps, make sure. Yeah. Make sure I got that all right. Cause he'd asked me, he's like, are you going to, are you going to tell the um, jalapeno? He yeah. He asked me, are going to tell the jalapeno um, tailgate party story? And I was like, holy shit. I totally forgotten about that. And I, now I wish I would have consulted with him because he, yeah, he remembered that being a pretty bad, like a bad day. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> holy shit. This will be episode eight <laughs> whoa is it really oh that's yeah. right because seven was the hundred and, or hour and 18 minute <laughs> that one was that one was rough just because i think we had the intentions of really getting together and then um and i probably could have come but it was just not wanting to risk it and right i, I really yeah i, I appreciate wanna... that i feel yeah. like this is oh the... god excuse me totally <laughs> <laughs> burped into the I don't mean. Okay. I feel like this is the best way for us to record. Mm -hmm. Hanging out together. He just crop dusted us. Oh, cool. It's like rotten eggs. Hanging out with Stanley <laughs> and his rotten ball. I haven't like been doing that proper bong action. <laughs> I don't know who. I don't know who taught, taught me you who to, how to smoke weed out of a bong, but they failed so hard. Yeah, it's probably the same person that taught me how to um, crochet backwards. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. So when you pull the carb out, you're supposed to not suck harder. If you do that, that's how you get water in your water mouth. Water in your throat, yes. Yeah, yeah but I, I still do it because I think I did it so many times wrong that that's just, I've like made it a habit. You do something three times, it starts forming a habit. So yeah. I think I did it wrong like more than three times. And it's like, so now it's just how I do it. But, or you want to tell me something. Okay, wait. <laughs> oh God, what you were just saying, like I wanted to tell you something. I know. So after that terrible mushroom trip that I talked about in um, episode one, when I first started having like PTSD symptoms of mm -hmm. that, where I was getting nauseous no matter what, like where I was, but as long as I wasn't in control, yeah. I was getting sick, um, it started because me and on me and Dave, me and Dave's, yeah, it's called the episode Dave. Yeah, <laughs> me and Dave's uh, honeymoon. Oh, geez, is when it started. So it was like it was years after. It was mm -hmm. like two or three years after the city bus situation, 
we started, we went to Disneyland for our uh, honeymoon after we got married. And when I was waiting in line, as I was would get like deeper in the line and have a whole bunch of people behind me, I would start getting super sick to my oh, stomach. Yeah. And I was like, I think I'm going to puke. Like, I got to get out of this. I got to get out of here. Yeah. And it, that kept happening where I would, I would feel fine uh-huh. if we were just out walking around. Yeah. But as soon as we would get in a line and get really deep in there where I felt like there were people, tons of people behind me, tons <laughs> of people in front of me. I would start getting super nauseous and yeah. feel like I was going to vomit and we would have to just leave after we'd been waiting for a really long oh, time. Oh gosh. Oh gosh. So I thought I was pregnant. Mm-hmm. I took a pregnancy test that I bought at like a seven 11 at <laughs> <laughs> nice by, by the Disneyland. Yeah. And I wasn't pregnant. And I was like, what is happening? Like I'm so nauseous. And yeah. I just start, but that's when it started was just, um, I, I, and it, it's almost like claustrophobia. It's not the, quite the same, but kind of, it's like an extreme case of, of claustrophobia because it's like, if I, I don't have to be closed into a tight space, but if I just feel like I'm stuck here, yeah, I freak out and I need, I need to leave. Right. Well, and that's the thing that I think about this is my personal theory about stuff like that is that like no matter what the cause is the reaction in the body is kind of like very much the same um the flight fight or free even freeze is like another Uh one which i like didn't there, there i think there's even like a fourth one it's like fight flight freeze fart (laughs) <laughs> yeah fart. for shit yourself <laughs> yeah <laughs> um i don't know because i feel like that was how i felt about yeah like claustrophobia and drowning are kind of things that are you like same kind of like you're afraid of drowning i'm afraid of drowning yeah but my, also claustrophobia but i think it's also kind yeah. of like it's kind of almost to me like similar my Things have like stacked onto each other (laughs) and become like this whole other fucked up anxiety thing. Uh But, um, so part of it stemmed from vomiting on myself on that city bus. Uh That made me feel, that made me feel nauseous anytime I was in a situation where I couldn't easily leave. Mm -hmm. But, um, my full on claustrophobia stemmed from high school Oh, and we're gonna get a slightly dark hair. No, it's, it's okay. We, I mean, this worst, is this was one of the worst yeah, days. Of my worst life. day of our worst days of our lives aren't always going to be funny. I know. Sometimes we'd be like fucked up. But I need to show you the options for choosing a category for a podcast because I don't know what else to pick for us Maybe except like dark, comedy. Dark comedy? No, <laughs> there's no other option. Oh. It's like. Comedy, lifestyle, arts, and, yeah. you know, it's... it's I, there's some... Okay, so maybe we'll say that the dominating theme is comedy, but um, we also inform the listeners that we might talk about something that might be dark, but we still... Because mo- I feel like we generally tend to make things that were maybe like unpleasant or <laughs> fucked up situations we can now laugh about them right. 
So it's comedy now, right. but at the moment, you know, yeah. like most things for people at the moment, it's like the most mortifying, but some of them are just going to be maybe more sad or I don't know. Right. Before I tell the story of what really caused my extreme claustrophobia, trigger warning of attempted rape. Okay. Yeah. So, um, my, the thing that caused me to be just crazy claustrophobic where if someone even is jokingly wrestling with me or something and tries to hold me down, Mm -hmm. I will freak the fuck out. Yeah. And, um, it's because when I was in high school, I went to a party at these people's house and this guy that, um, I was attracted to, but I didn't think noticed me at all because he was like this big shot, like football player thing, you know, person. Yeah. I was like this, like punk rock skateboarder, you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he had been on drugs. He was, they were passing around E at this party. Yeah. Um, and we went back into a bedroom to talk and he, um, got on top of me and started doing things with me that I was not interested in doing. Yeah. And I told him that and he kept doing it. And, um, he was a lot bigger than me. A yeah. lot. Yeah. I mean, I was five foot one maybe and like 115 pounds. And this was like a very large, very heavy, muscular, big football player dude who was probably, I mean, I think he was like six foot two maybe, but yeah, a lot stronger than me. Um, whole physically holding me down and, and doing things yeah that I was not okay with my fucking friend she had to go to work and I was her ride to work and she came looking for me and she was knocking on doors and she was pissed oh. that I was not around and she needed her ride to work and she came knocking on doors and was looking for me and I said yes 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 I'm in here I'm in here I'm in here mm-hmm. and she fucking busted in that door whoa and saved the goddamn day. Wow. But that situation, even though it was not, you know, complete, was terrifying. And it made me feel weak. Yeah. It made me feel um, that I could easily be overpowered. It made me feel small. It made me feel... Um, really scared. Um, and it caused this intense, um, fear of mine of being stuck, Mm -hmm. being held in a place. Mm -hmm. And you know, what's so fucked up. Like I was just, just talking to my therapist about this husband. Number two, Mm-hmm. Did that to me multiple times after knowing this story and knowing that it 
deeply triggered me and made me feel horrible. He held me down like that multiple times Uh, or held me against a wall. And I told him, you know, I said, yeah, (laughs) I don't know that I'm like more happy to, um, like, I guess like that you're talking or sharing about this stuff with me. Yeah. Um, I never have. Now, but also <laughs> the fact that if you had told me that then, like, I probably would have, like, gone and just, mm-hmm. you know, like, broken his kneecaps just mm-hmm. because I'm that psychotically uh, um, protective about people I care about. Um, <laughs> just start, like, I feel like I'm just now getting to know you. <laughs> <'Cause> I'm, <laughs> I'm like, I um, think we're doing this. Yeah, I mean, podcast. like, I feel like I know you, but, like, more and more has been revealed because I, I know you're not prompt to tell me anything <laughs> about anything. Apparently not. No. Um, but I'm glad to know that these moments, like I feel elated that you're actually, you know, opening it's up like, about things lately. This, this podcast is like therapy. <laughs> um, it's, it's really therapy. Well, it's therapy for me too. Like, I know Savannah's a very much an emotional stuffer, like, and she's always been that way since she was little, you know, always toughed it out, always acted like from, like, the moment she was even just a tiny baby, like, without any kind of, you know, like, I think she had to learn how to be tough um, through just, you know, being a child of, like, you know, a single parent and, like, poverty situation, Mm -hmm. but she also was just, I feel like, inherently born with that ability to not have like a like a, like to me almost like an abnormal sense of pain like she was always like like physical things like didn't hurt her like yeah. that you would think would um but she's just never wanted to talk about her feelings tough and- yeah or like say what's going on she's scared to tell me when she hasn't been she's been sick for a week and she doesn't <sighs> want to tell me she doesn't want to like worry or upset me or yeah. admit that like something's going on yeah and even when she was in school and she was sick. She didn't want me to keep her home. Like, um, one time mm-hmm. she told me that I was trying to ruin her education <laughs> and her, um, like her, her future essentially, because I was, she had walking pneumonia. Oh it was like God. running like a super high fever. And I was telling her, no, like you can't go to school. And she's like, you're ruining my life. You're not letting uh-huh. me to go. And I was like, no, like you can't go to school. You're contagious. They don't want you there, but yeah. she was, like, blaming me for, um, like, ruining her future by not letting her go to school. She's such a saffron. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but she just, she's like you in that sense. And so, like, kind of, like, when you were telling me that story, it was kind of almost, like, reminiscent of when she was telling me, like, something like how you were saying that that sensation of, you know, feeling weak. Yeah. You know, like when you've always thought, especially of yourself or, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like you are just a strong person. She's a strong person, too. But that's how much she finally confronted that person um, like through a um, like a a Facebook messenger. Because I I think, yeah, I think that um, she was just, yeah, at that point where she was like. I'm going to tell you like how that experience, you know, affected me and the results of that and mm-hmm. how, you know, I deal with things now. Like, I hope you consider that. I hope you don't 
continue doing this to other women yeah. kind of thing. I don't want to hear back from you. I'm not looking for an apology. Awesome. Yeah. And just like sent it and then immediately like blocked him. Like yeah. after she saw that he saw it, she blocked him. And good. <laughs> this, this last week I ended up just talking to my therapist basically like about me and Patrick's relationship and how we both suffer from a lot of PTSD. Yeah. And you would think from him that it would be from being in, you know, a war. Yeah. But no, it's full on relationship. <laughs> right. PTSD. And we both have it and we both get triggered easily by simple little things. Mm -hmm. But um, we're super, super open about it where the moment something happens, we say, hey, just so you know, mm -hmm. that triggered me and this is why because this person used to do this to me and they used to say this and it made me feel this way mm -hmm. and just so you know and then we know not to do that again you know yeah for example like um well and you're both not sociopaths that are going to use that information to like <sighs> later you know against you right either. yeah for example like um if i have a whole bunch of envelopes here from Amazon and I go through and I'm like ripping them open and getting my packages out. And one of them says his name after I've opened it. It mm -hmm. said, I noticed that it says his name on it instead of mine. Mm -hmm. That will immediately make me sick to my stomach, yeah. scared that I'm in trouble because I just opened his package. Right. Because my ex-husband yeah. would freak the fuck out if I opened his package. Yeah. Like a fucking psycho when it's not even anything yeah, important that's such or a, that's personal. such a simple mistake to make. Yeah, Kenny's mom accidentally opened a piece of my mail and she was like, felt really bad about it. And I was yeah, like, it's like, it's not a big deal. Like, if somebody, like... It feels, it almost seems like that's pretty, like, a red flag of suspicion. Like, if the, somebody is, like, that paranoid that you're going to open their right. box and see you live together, like, what would you open the box yeah. to find? That it, but it's just, it already, it, it puts so many different, like, it implants so many different questions in a person's mind uh -huh. and fear. Yeah. Like, you know, and paranoia, probably, because it's like, whoa, like, you know. Yeah. If you opened my box, I wouldn't give a fuck, but, <laughs> like, you're going to react this extreme. Right. But it's then like, they make you feel like you're the crazy one for yeah, well, thinking that it's not a big deal. Gaslighting. <sighs> exactly. But. Sorry, we're, we're, <laughs> I guess we did say we were going to get dark and we were trigger warnings and whatnot. But it's our own. It's our this is show. yeah. If, if anything can... is for yeah, we're and I do feel like this is good for our friendship too because I'm learning so much <laughs> more about you that I never knew. I feel like you know, like I just no. laid myself out there wide open um, this whole time that I've known you. I, like, I want to be this. You've real, been such a secret. Um, I want to be this real tough badass bitch that nothing you know gets to yeah now i'm being forced <laughs> to open up and well yeah there you, there you fucking have it i don't it. yeah it doesn't make you any less of a badass bitch it Thanks. just yeah the fact that i'm now learning all these like um <laughs> like, I thought, like here dark, i've thought yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> There's so many more to tell you too. My list is like, hey, my list is growing. I I'm down to hear the list. Okay. Um, and 
whatever, wherever that takes us. Good. Because it's extensive. Yeah. And it's not, you know, it's not a lot of, like, typically embarrassing things. Not a lot of, like, you know, shitting myself in public or anything like that. <laughs> but just real deep, a stab you and twist kind of um, shitty days. Hey, yeah, those happen. And, yeah. Um, yeah, and like like we were talking about earlier, I think that this podcast isn't just, it is called The, wor- the Worst Day of My Life. Yeah. And that's pretty broad. Yeah. You know? So even though, though, yes, I guess it is listed under um, comedy. It is. I don't know what else. I think, you know, I think that we do like to laugh and have like fun and talk about funny things that happen. And I think that's important, too, Mm because it just makes, you know, like when I see a funny thing that's happened, it does tend to make me feel better about shitting my pants or, you know, Mm -hmm. doing stuff like that. But I mean, I've been lately. Yeah. Finding these things like deep, buried deep, deep down in my brain that were terrible things that I completely have just shoved off and been like, eh, I'm not going to, what do you this. think the shift was, um, when those things started kind of coming to the surface for you? I, mean, I you smoked a post, whole bunch of weed. Was that when you didn't know if you smoked five, <laughs> five hits or two? Yeah. So I was sitting out on the back porch, mm-hmm. looking at things on my phone with this new bong that I bought and I smoked a few hits of weed and I don't know how many, but I know that I spaced out for a little while and just yeah. kept, kept hitting it. Just like you said, like, it's like when you get used to being a smoker at some point in your life where you're just sitting outside, just smoking, yeah. getting distracted. And right. Stuff. And then you involve marijuana instead of tobacco and you just keep, keep mm-hmm. on going and it just, you just get yeah anyway i came inside and i was like whoa whoops sorry i smoked too much weed yeah and then but i but in doing so i sat and started thinking about it's like you know pagan has so many worst day of my life stories i've got to have some somewhere and i just really started thinking about it like if i like buried these things deep a lot of them are throwing up. A lot of them are throwing up on myself yeah. in public. I know. I saw That's, you on your list. You mentioned that. Like, this is a theme for me. Yeah. Up. You have poop problems. <laughs> I have <laughs> vomit problems, apparently. So. Hey, a yin for your yang. We are made for each other. <laughs> I have a correction from a previous episode I want to mention real quick. I mentioned that my sneezes are super cute and adorable, and (laughs) (laughs) that is absolute bullshit, because ever since I had Scout, when I sneeze, any sneeze, I piss myself every time. So I just wanted to correct the fact that I do not have adorable little golden sneezes. I pee my pants. Hey, golden showers, though. A lot of people like that. Okay. So maybe it's but like I you don't. up the ante. I don't like that. Sneezes. I don't like that I don't happening think in my own. Likes that in my own pants. No, but I. I think though, like, because that definitely happens to me with obviously my, at least. 
at least when you're politely sneezing and you're doing that, nobody suspects that you sneezed hard enough to just kiss yourself. Kiss your, like they're like, oh, that was so cute. Oh. So, you know, bless that little sneeze. Oh, bless okay. you. <laughs> so precious. Yeah. And then it's like, like everything like that like coming up from the depths of your soul comes out of your throat like of course you're gonna yeah of course you are and probably shit yourself too (laughs) so i still think that you weren't completely inaccurate with your account for (laughs) i'm just saying before scout i was fine (laughs) but even while i was pregnant with her i remember i remember trying to go I have to go to the chiropractor regularly in order to feel like, okay. And this was one of my appointments to go. And I was on my way to the chiropractor driving down the highway when I was pregnant with Scout. And I got sick. (laughs) On the way to the chiropractor, I got nauseous and started throwing up in the car. Yeah. In on the highway. Luckily, I'm uh, very paranoid of that because of situations past. So I have, like, bags all over the place at all times. Yeah. But I had to pull over and start start throwing up in a bag when I was pregnant with her. And I just pissed myself all over my, oh, no. my clothes and my car seat. And I had to call and cancel my chiropractor's appointment. I was really upset because I really needed it. Oh, God. But I had to go back home. I didn't, I peed myself. And then after that, I just carried, (laughs) like, I kept an extra pair of pants and stuff with me in the car. Oh, no. Because I was just throwing up every day, all the time. I know. That's the craziest thing, too, about your pregnancy. I remember that for sure, is that you were, like, the most sick (laughs) throwing up pregnant person that I have ever known. And I had my coworker, like, at my old job, who was she every day was like getting sick and you could hear her cause she'd have to go. Cause she was like, you know, no warning, whatever mm-hmm. she would book it to the, you know, the bathroom that was available for clients and stuff. But you would hear her and it was just like these deep again, like guttural, <sighs> like deep sounds of just like, yeah. <laughs> like with the whole, like the, like so deep. And then everyone knew what was going on. Mm-hmm. And we were just like, nodding our heads you know like oh like you know have a great day (laughs) in the background yeah i was like answering the phone she's like it sounded like the exorcism or whatever going on she was sick all the time but she was not even as much as i thought i was like what the fuck she is so sick because i only got like morning sickness two times and it was at night and i just thought i had food poisoning and that was it but like I was like, what? And then when I lived here, and you were you were sick for like that whole your whole pregnancy, whole? you were throwing up. So that's like your Achilles. That I think um, vomiting is your Achilles heel, or um, and the peeing made it so much worse because it was like I mean multiple times a yeah. day I would be vomiting and I would pee my pants. Like mm-hmm. Patrick would just he would hear me puking. He would come into the bathroom with like. A new pair of underwear and pants for me because I I peed myself every single time. (laughs) That was was thoughtful though, you know. He's like he knew what's up and like how to help you. And always obviously wasn't like you know grossed out by it or anything. Oh no 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 never. He fucking delivered Scout. Yeah, that's (laughs) so wild, but not. I mean, it's it seems like that's how it should be. Yeah, Yeah. it's so awesome. I mean, he like. 
things like ahead of time, you know, too. I mean, and you're that way with him also, but like in a different way. I think you're like love languages or whatever are different. But like how he already came out here and like turned this on and you were like, well, I meant to go out there and turn the heat on for you. And you're like, but like, it's like something he you would it. think of, but he, yeah, he's, yeah. he, everything's like yeah. that all day, every day. It's so gross. I was, but that's what I was talking to my therapist about this, this week a lot. We were talking about like Patrick and I and how we interact with each other and how we deal with each other's PTSD and how we, you know, take care of each other and don't keep tabs on it Mm -hmm. and don't worry about like sweat the small stuff. Right. And, and for example, if I wake up in the morning and Scout is up and she's like slapping him in the face and he's mm-hmm. still super tired, I grab her and I get up and I go yeah. in the living room. Right. If she's doing that to me and he's more awake, he does it. Right, yeah. I don't know who does it more times during the week. I don't know who, mm-hmm. you know, we don't keep tabs on it, but just like whoever's feeling the best yeah. takes care of it. Right. I've got this wedding this weekend that I got to go to. I'm going to be gone overnight, you know. Mm-hmm. i got to leave tomorrow at, like, 8 o'clock in the morning. Right. And I'm going to be until Sunday evening. When I get home, I'm going to immediately take the baby. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to assume that he hates the baby. Yeah. I'm not going to assume that he, you know, he doesn't want to spend time with me. So he went, he went to go off in the garage by himself to tinker around with something and be like oh he fucking hates me I've been gone all weekend he doesn't want to spend time with me what the fuck you know like right no it's he's been with the baby all weekend he needs a few he needs a little bit of time Mm -hmm. to himself that's fine I'm gonna give it to him no big deal I'm not gonna make it about me yeah you know and that's just kind of how we handle everything it's just like Mm -hmm. hey you're depressed I'm going to take care of more things today so that you can just kind of lay around. Cause I know what that feels like and yeah. that sucks. And I'm just going to be yeah. here to just help you through it. I know it doesn't have anything to do with me. Right. Right. I know it's not you like hating me or you're upset with our situation or you, you know, yeah. it's just like, it just happens. It's cool. I yeah. got you today, you know? <laughs> yeah. And then next time when I'm feeling like shit, yeah, we take care of each other the other way. But, oh, hey, Peapop. What the hell? <laughs> Where you, you found it? Where? In the couch. Finishing up, too, by we're the way. We're closing. We're doing a so, closing. So, you know, we're not, um, like, two more hours or something. I don't fucking care. <laughs> Look how angry he is. I know. <laughs> we know you want to be featured on the podcast, people. I want to. Scout, Scout is done with me. She's fucking tired of me. She wants me, Ma. Yeah, she wants Mama. Okay. She fell asleep for a little bit. In my arms, and then Stanley woke her up, which is fine because me and Stanley have been hanging out too. Oh, that's right. He brought... is. <laughs> we haven't had him fucking with her. He's, he's a good such boy. a douche. No, he's not. He's he such a, a douchebag. He's a lot better than Murdoch. He's a lot better around you, I think, because you're the only person that knows how to respect him. I hold him like a baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, well, we're just recording we're just up. wrapping up, saying goodbye, we'll, closing. We'll wrap that shit up. Wrap it up. <laughs> Wrap it up. Thank you for thank you finding this. <laughs> fucking train wreck. <laughs> Where's our baby? I don't know. <laughs> it's like.
like Kenny and uh, David's like my two dads now. <laughs> They're both. <laughs> even gonna finish the podcast like in any kind of normal state following the seriousness topics that we got into to be like oh, all right thanks guys for tuning in so glad you could join us in person well not in person but you know we're in person so live thanks yeah we've made you think about a lot of things reflected on the past and now we're just gonna start laughing at the end because you know you gotta look back and laugh <laughs> okay we gotta get serious it's been a wild wild wacky day but it's like it's like you can't like the stuff that we're talking about now like what we've you know like with through years after the fact able to like talk about some you know some things <clears throat> and it just seems so easy to like be like oh you know like to anybody else like why don't you just go to therapy like you know yeah. um why don't you just do this why don't you just you know why don't you start walking for an hour a day you know yeah. you'll feel better like yeah. why don't you do some self-care take a bath epsom salt it's like i was never gonna you know, I was, those years, I would never have, I've been like, oh, yeah, okay, like, I'm yeah. going to go, yeah, I'm going to go just, like, sage smudge myself and, like, go to some therapy, <laughs> like, you know, or just even anything, like, just like, oh, like, well, why don't you take medication? It's like, mm -hmm. you know, it's like, oh, so I can be, like, a normal functioning human, I have to, like, take something, you know, mm -hmm. like, fuck you, I'm an individual or whatever. <laughs> I'm going to be depressed if I yeah. want. Yeah. Like, I don't want to be like everybody else and, you know, yeah. whatever. But here, you know, it's like, oh, maybe I do need medication. <laughs> I definitely do. Yeah. <laughs> There's just so many times where I've been like, I wonder how yeah. life would be if I really slowly... Decrease my medication and just tried to go without. <laughs> I tried to go without. <laughs> it's yeah, like a crying. No, and I don't know psycho. why. It is. It's like it's the craziest thing because it's like, um, really, truly believing that you have that much control somehow. I don't know where that idea comes from. That to like maintain composure at all <laughs> times and that you somehow. Like, I don't know, will mind over matter or something? Uh -huh. The like, chemical, like, there's chemical imbalances yeah. in your brain, but you're smarter than those. Right. <laughs> like, I can handle it. Yeah. I can take care of it. Right. It's cool. I'm, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm better than that. Yeah. Um, you know, like, it doesn't work. Yeah. Unreliable no. vein to a artery. <laughs> I don't know. You know what I mean? Nope. <laughs> But to somehow think that you have power over that is mm -hmm. is just so naive. Mm -hmm. I feel like, you know. I thought that so many times though, where I'm like, you know, I usually have panic attacks when I go into situations like that. But I bet this time, if I go into it without any panic medication, I bet I could. Mm -hmm. I bet I can handle it. Yeah. I can really take care of myself. It's cool. I'm it's a good. nice thought. Like, it's a nice sentiment. Yeah. I think that you have that much, you know, that you can do it this time without 
Yeah, I've I've completely learned that I'm going to have to probably be on medication for the rest of my life and I'm totally okay with it. Yeah. I'm totally okay with that. I will take it every day and do what I got to do and I will feel a lot better than if I don't take yeah. it and don't do it. It's yeah. just a part of fucking life. Well, <laughs> man, oh, I got a lot of work ahead of me here. This episode, I tell you what. The past, yeah, the past, the past two episodes have gotten so, um, so deep. Yeah, I love it. I do too. It's okay. It is. Yeah, it's good. It yeah. is. It's like therapy for me. <laughs> I agree. I, uh, if the listeners are just expecting comedy each time, that's on them. But yeah. for us personally, yeah, it's uh, it's doing good things for me. I'm feeling good about it. Yeah, I enjoy talking to you. I enjoy our um, times together. Yeah, I'm excited to hear um, the rest of the things that are on that list because some of them look <laughs> absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, well, they're, they're, they are here now on a piece of paper yes. and in a, like a list form, although we, I did, like I said, I covered the Stanley stuff. Um, There's but, more. There's more Stanley stuff. Uh, do I? <laughs> My friend, uh, when I was little, we used to do that sound like for really long times. Like we were just like. Like, we'd call it popping popcorn, and we'd go, <laughs> like, uh, but we'd let it get to the point where it just started, do you, have you ever done that? <laughs> it's like, <clears throat> she's got her face facing towards the sky, mouth okay, wide it's open. it's not happening fast enough, but eventually, the longer you do it, the eventually it starts sounding like, Popping popcorn. <laughs> what? I don't know. We used to just like, I think oh we just get really, we got really bored. So. It sounds like that. <laughs> we, we, yeah. We would try to cook like scrambled eggs on the sidewalk. Stuff like that. <laughs> we were always really bored. Well, you were in Arizona, right? Yeah. I mean, we... I would try that too. I guess. <laughs> yeah. I remember we found, um, like, some, I think they were chicken bones out by the dumpster that was next door to the cemetery. And uh, we were convinced that they were, like, human bones. Uh -huh. And we put them in, like, a shoebox and, like, took them home and, like, stuffed them on, under our bed. Oh, my God. And then for a while, we we're con convinced that we were, like, somehow now being, like, affected. Haunted by these bones. They're like totally like a drumstick chicken bone, like a thigh bone, bones or whatever. <laughs> we were doing, we all. Oh my god, it. good thing it wasn't actual human bones. No, but we did some really stupid, we did so many stupid things like growing up in Tucson. Let's try again. Okay. To, okay. And we should probably go check on the other people in our lives. Yeah. We left them all together. Okay. Well, it's not like the worst thing. That, it's not like we left like, like a bunch of just terrible people together in like one room. And just were like, hey, deal with it. Yeah. 
make the best out of it. Okay, so let's close up. <laughs> okay. Oh, this is even harder than the intro these days. Um, last time I forgot to even close anything. Like, I think it just ends with, okay, I love you. <laughs> nice. That's actually probably perfect, though. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Um, well, thank you so much for listening. I, can, I still cannot believe how many fucking people are listening to this. It's, um, is this real? <laughs> Somebody confirm whether this is real or not. <laughs> um, we appreciate, we appreciate it. And, um, I hope that you, uh, will join us in the Facebook group. And, uh, instead of just me and Megan sharing pictures with each other, <laughs> you want to so embarrassed by my, I wanted to get this gross pictures. Kenny with like the dick in his mouth, he would not let me. Like dick he was like, straw? "No, I will go to bed right now." Like he would not do it. He was throwing like this huge tantrum that I wanted him. He was like, "Absolutely not," because I've taken some weird. Oh I've made him God, yeah. do some things and taken pictures of him that he wasn't happy about. <laughs> Caused other problems. <laughs> But I really want to just, like, get him with one and his, like, little lips. Dick straws are so yeah. tiny. I know. They look, they're so cute. But I thought that was hilarious. But the audience, yeah. our, our group. Our Facebook group. The yeah. Facebook group. I was like, do they not think that is worthy of, like, a, a thumbs up or whatever? Nope. <laughs> I was like, do they, are, do they like us? Yeah. I don't think so. I don't think but, so either. Maybe they're just like, God. Maybe they just like torture themselves by listening to us. They're like, yeah. I fucking hate these. Women. I hate this podcast. <laughs> they People are so, so obnoxious. Yeah. Join this Facebook group. I watch them post. <laughs> so from, I don't know if it works for you, but I'm like an admin of the Facebook group. So it shows me how many gotta, people have seen oh, okay. the post. <laughs> so it'll be like, yeah, 17. <laughs> Oh my what? <laughs> Seventeen people have seen it, and just I liked it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I know you felt bad enough to comment. Like, um, I did, I guess at this time, I guess I do care about now. Yeah. I care about a like of, uh, cause I am, I join feel, the I feel Facebook, naked. join the Facebook group and like Megan's posts. In please. It. Please. It'll I've make her feel good. Like way too much of myself. And now, yeah. Oh, I, I love them. We like each other's posts in the Facebook group, but. It you is know, for us. It's for us. We, we said that it, from the beginning. Yep. Everything always else for is us. just extra. Yeah, we don't give a fuck. But, you know, <laughs> if you do want to uh, join us and see what kinds of things we uh, send to each yeah. other in there, uh, please do. It's just... And send stuff, too. Yeah. And make us know that you might be, want to be our friends. Tell us if you're like, having a bad this. day. I'm going to do this. Can I do this? Yes. Do it. We are also still accepting... Stories of the worst day of your life. You can send those to 
the worst day podcast at gmail.com. Uh, we'd love to hear your stories of the worst day of your life. I have an Instagram. I just kind of Why are you like, hesitant about it? <laughs> I don't know what to post on there, but we have it. It's um, the worst day of. <clears throat> it's the worst day of my life. Dot podcast is our Instagram, and then uh, our Twitter is still. We have a Twitter. Yeah. Oh, I told you about it on the last episode. Oh, yeah, episode. yeah, yeah. I'm The sorry. Worst Day Podcasts. <laughs> oh, that's C-A-T-S. great. C-A-T-S. Yeah. The Worst Day Podcasts is our Twitter. I don't know how to use it. I'm not going to learn, so you might as well just not even follow us on there. Yeah. It's not, I'm not going to get into that. That's, that sounds like a lot of work. Does anybody out there still have a MySpace? <laughs> what? No. I do. Like, no. I can find it. I can look it up. No way. Really? Yeah. I want to look at your MySpace. It's so, like, Can stupid. MySpace friends? I know. I'm sure. All right. Um, I, uh, I love you. Thank you for coming all the way to my house to spend time with me and talk. Um, I think you have a uh, beautiful, wonderful face. <laughs> I like that you're uh, letting your grays grow in. Oh, are you talking to me? I thought you were talking, <laughs> talking to, like, the podcast world. I was like, this is really nice. The audience is really going to appreciate that sincere, like, you know. I really like your face. (laughs) No, I was talking to you. I like your face. (laughs) Oh, God. Well, I really like your face. Thanks. That's why I've continued to look at it pretty, pretty, fairly consistently, consistently in my, at least in my life. You know, it's been 36 minutes since we turned this on. We're like, let's just close. Let's just, let's just record a closing. Okay. <clears throat> All right. 36 We're minutes. Do this for real. Okay. <laughs> they probably hate us in there. Well, I know you have a baby and stuff, so. All right. Thank you um, so much for listening, and we will talk to you next Tuesday. Ta-da. Oh, and it- <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it could always be worse. Mm, Bye. Bye.